0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. by far the best place to play daily fantasy football. It's the show that's so nice. We do it twice. We got two episodes a week during the NFL regular season. We will cut that down to one starting in the postseason. And we go over every game. The fantasy-relevant skill guys in every single game. And when I say we, I really mean he. At FG underscore Dolan. Joe Dolan from fantasypoints.com where you can and should use the code 21FEAST because Joe and his crew are absolute studs when it comes to fantasy football information. I'm just at Ross Tucker NFL, former NFL offensive lineman that enjoys every genre of football. College, NFL, high school, fantasy, betting, all of it. I like all of it. And I learn my fantasy information for my teams and leagues from Joe. You can always check us out on YouTube, YouTube youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL Joe let's start with the Sunday late games Sunday nighter Monday nighter let's start with the Bengals at the Broncos intriguing matchup
1: yeah the Bengals I mean had a really rough game uh end of that game because um Zach Taylor came out and said you know we should have put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands at the end with the chance to win um but I think we mentioned on last week's podcast that Jamar Chase's usage had actually been virtually the exact same in his mini slump as it was in his hot start to the season. Turns out they were just not connecting on deep throws, whether that be bad throws by Burrow, drops by Chase. Well, what happens in week 14? That usage is, remains the same, and Jamar Chase scores two touchdowns and had a third overturned by review. He now has over 1,000 yards on the season. His 79.8 yards per game is fifth most among all-time rookie receivers behind Odell Beckham, Justin Jefferson, Anquan Bolden, and Randy Moss. Um, Chase and T. Higgins uh, are are both every week starters. Joe Mixon has been very game script dependent, though. Uh, He's averaging 103.6 rushing yards and 20.6 fantasy points per game in wins and just 51 0.8 0.8 yards and fifteen point three fantasy points per game in losses. He's also been very touchdown dependent in losses, and here is the problem for Joe Mixon: he has been uh, he has been outsnapped on passing downs by Samaj P. twenty three to sixteen last week. That is not good. Samaj P. Ryan is one of those guys we'd like to see go away from a fantasy perspective because he is eating into Joe Mixon's work. Question is, what do you think the game flow is here uh, uh, with 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 the Bengals and the Broncos? Because uh, that determines uh, how you feel about Joe Mixon. You probably still have to start him, given the state of the running back position. But uh, that is a very uh, interesting kind of a uh, kind of split there for him with the Broncos as point and a half point favorites in this game.
0: What about the Broncos, Joe?
1: Oh. Um. Again, I'll say it again. I've said it for weeks. The fact that the Broncos extended Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. Cortland Sutton at $60 million, Tim Patrick at nearly $40 million. When those guys combined for 3-for-30 receiving last week, in a win, by the way, combined for 3-for-30 receiving and haven't done anything of note for fantasy in, like, months, tells you all you need to know about what the Broncos feel the problem is with this team. It's Teddy Bridgewater. And now you can't even start Noah Fant with confidence because he and Albert O, Albert Okwe Bunam, they split snaps. They love that Albert O, man. And that kid makes a lot of plays. Um, The problem was for fantasy. Now, look, both guys had two touchdowns. Javante Williams has like one of the games of the year for a running back. And then they come out and split the snaps. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon actually out-snapped Javante Williams by one snap. Um... Uh, uh, Look, you have to start Javante Williams. You have to start Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon literally came out last week and was like, hey, I know the fans don't want me back. Essentially, he's heard on social media, which kind of sucks, that uh, the fans just want Javante Williams freed. We all want Javante Williams freed, but I will say this. Melvin Gordon has played very well this year. This is not a situation where they're clearly putting a very inferior player out there and just splitting snaps. Melvin Gordon's played well. Unfortunately, this split relegates them to an RB2 status, obviously with great upside, as you saw last week.
0: Atlanta is in San Francisco. Curious to hear what you have to say about this game.
1: Um, Atlanta is a full-blown rotation team right now. Matt Ryan's gone under 200 passing yards in five of his last seven games. His two best options in the passing game for much of the year, as underwhelming as he's been for fantasy, have been Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson. In week 14, Kyle Pitts played a season blow 54% of the snaps, fewer snaps than Hayden Hurst, who was returning from IR. Meanwhile, over the last four games, Cordero Patterson has run fewer routes than Mike Davis, 71-54 in favor of Davis. So they've gone full-on rotation here. Uh, Even Russell Gage, who's like their only wide receiver worth half a damn, hasn't even cracked an 80% snap share since week nine. So this is a rotating offense, rotating personnel. On Patterson, you got to play. Pitts is frustrating as all hell. Um, Gage is a wide receiver three. Davis is a flex option now all of a sudden because – He's out snapping Cordaro Patterson in passing situations, which I mean is mind blowing to me. But you have to uh, you have to wonder if uh, if, if that's because uh, Cordarrelle Patterson is is uh, still dealing with lingering effects of that injury.
0: As for San Francisco, Joe George Kittle is clearly yeah, Kittle a monster. Is- Actually, you know, before you get into the Niners, I want to make sure you and everybody else knows. I love Keeps. I love Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. I was one of them. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. I am one of them. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I take both of them. I was taking both of them before Keeps even existed because multiple doctors told me to. It's low cost. Treatments are just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. Discreet packaging, proven results. Keeps has more five star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is the key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss go to keeps.com slash feast to receive your first month of treatment for free that's dot com slash feast to get your first month free keeps.com slash feast what do you got in the niners joe
1: uh, well, the, the the big question here everybody has is what's up with Debo Samuel? Now he scored five rushing touchdowns in his last four games. Okay, but his production, I mean, is not sustainable by every metric for sustainability that we've ever had. He's scoring long rushing touchdowns. Uh, he has he hasn't caught more than one pass in a game since week ten. I mean, after and this was a guy getting thirteen targets early in the season. What is going on? By the way. He's run a route. He ran a route on 40 of the team's 48 pass plays last week. So Jimmy Garoppolo's just not throwing him the football. So I don't know what's going on here. Um, He's still lining up out wide in the slot. I know he's playing some out of the backfield. Uh, Graham Barfield at Fantasy Points, his theory is that when Elijah Mitchell is out, Debo gets more of this running back role. in Debo got a season high eight carries in both of the games that Mitchell has missed recently, but saw four targets in the first three quarters against the Vikings in week 12 when Mitchell was playing before Debo got hurt. So um, this is just awful. Um, I, like, I, you have to start Debo. His upside is so massive. It is huge. But we need targets. We need them for this to be sustainable into the fantasy playoffs. And he is not getting them. Um, with with Kittle playing out of his mind, Brandon Ayuk playing much better, and Jimmy Garoppolo just completely ignoring him for some reason, uh, and I'm not sure. If you want Debo to get both carries and targets and have some uh, 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 semblance of floor and ceiling, you're praying for Elijah Mitchell to play this week, but he's got the concussion and the knee injury, so that's very much up in the air right now.
0: Let's get to, Joe, um, Seattle and Los Angeles. Los Angeles looked awesome, but now they got guys on COVID.
1: Yeah, you've got and, – and, like, fantasy players right now are basically just hoping that uh, C- uh, Cooper Cup is sleeping in a hazmat suit because Odell Beckham Jr. goes on the COVID list, and who knows if he's going to play this week. Um, look, you know what to do. If Cooper Cup plays, Van Jefferson plays, you play those guys. Um, Matthew Stafford obviously takes a hit. Um, from a fantasy perspective, if Odell Beckham Jr. can't play. But I thought Stafford was stupid good on Monday night. Just stupid good. And there's the difference between – yes, does Stafford have bad games? Sure. Does Jared Goff have bad games? Sure. But Jared Goff can't play a game like Matthew Stafford played on Monday night, especially not dropping that 50-yard seed across the field to Cooper Cup. Not, that, Jared Goff's not doing that. Um, But just keep an eye on, on the COVID situation. Remember, Daryl Henderson was on the COVID list. Um Ty. this is what's weird. Tyler Higby apparently uh had a false positive despite the Rams having a little bit of a COVID breakout. So he's eligible to play this week. Um, but yeah, just keep an eye on those Rams from a from a COVID perspective. That's the story of this game.
0: And then for Seattle, Joe. Um
1: Rashad Penny had a huge game. Um Pete Carroll came out and said he's gonna be a big part of the offense, and he was. Um 32 and 47 yard touchdown runs uh he had the second best mark of any running back of the week uh with 26.8 fantasy points per game um it's not a really favorable matchup though the seahawks are seven point underdogs the rams have been by um our schedule adjusted fantasy points per game metric at fantasy points have been the seventh toughest defense to run um on i i i i'm I think Penny's a flex, but I'd be a little skeptical, and obviously we know his injury history. Um, DK Metcalf, by the way, Jalen Ramsey's on the COVID list. We'll see about his availability for Week 15. Um, And the Rams are actually giving up um, uh, more uh, fantasy points to wide receivers than you might think. And in each of Metcalf's last two games against the Rams, he's gone over 26 fantasy points. I wonder if this is a little bit of a bounce-back spot for DK Metcalf.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he needs something. Um, Speaking of needing something, overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone all right joe i want to know who's working green bay baltimore now the ravens just signed josh johnson off the jets practice squad they're calling lamar jackson day to day
1: by the way we just got news uh, deandre hopkins has a knee injury this is from ian rap and is in danger of missing this week's game. So I know we talked about that on the last podcast, Ross, but DeAndre Hopkins in danger of missing this week's game. That's from Ian Rappaport. Um, So yeah, Lamar Jackson, not practicing on Wednesday, day to day, keep an eye on his status. I will tell you something though, Ross, if you're, if you're have Lamar Jackson for fantasy and you're dying to pick up this Huntley, man, I think he's played pretty well when he's gotten the opportunity. I know he had the two bad fumbles last week uh, against the Browns, but all I can ask for is he uses his legs, you know, he gets out there, and he peppers Mark Andrews with targets. I love that, man. Like, if you, if Lamar Jackson's not going to play, at least get a guy in there who's going to throw the ball to their best receiver, who's Mark Andrews, who, I mean, pound for pound. Well, outside of George Kittle is the number one tight end in fantasy right now, even ahead of Travis Kelsey. Um, and, you know, he gets the ball to uh, Devontae Freeman on checkdowns. Devontae Freeman's been a godsend for both the Ravens And for fantasy teams, um, unfortunately, Latavius Murray vultured a touchdown, but Freemans look good. Um, How about Huntley throwing the ball to Rashad Bateman? Bateman had over 100 yards receiving in that game. So the one thing I will say, now, obviously, it'd be better if Lamar Jackson plays. But the one thing I will say is Huntley gives them a chance to compete. And he gives your fantasy options. Like you're probably still like, you're obviously starting Mark Andrews. You're going to start Devontae Freeman and you're going to have decisions to make on Hollywood Brown and Rashad Bateman. That's kind of the same as it would be with Lamar Jackson.
0: Got it. All right. What about for the Packers?
1: Aaron Rodgers swears the toe is not going to be an issue. Um, uh, So I look, he's played well of late, so I can't really argue with him. How am I going to argue with him? Um, I think it would look to you certainly like A.J. Dillon, um, uh, Dillon was not the lead back because Aaron Jones got two touchdowns. Um, but A.J. Dillon uh, had 15 carries in that game against um, against the Bears, played 54% of the snaps. I think he's going to continue to be the lead back, but it uh, it's obvious. A.J. Uh, Aaron Jones is so explosive that you just need to start him anyway, even though he had only eight touches. In that game. So um, that that's one thing to look at here from those, that backfield. Here's a couple of things, though. And, and you want a you deeper guy. And I know I've been talking about being 19 targets heading into last week and had five against the Bears. The Ravens, this is from our guy Scott Barrett, have given up the most fantasy points per game this year
0: on deep throws.
1: Hmm. I think Marquez Valdez-Scantley makes a big play in this game.
0: Ooh. That's a good nugget. There you go. I like that. All right. Let's get to the Saints and the Bucks. Now, Joe, I do a show for DraftKings every week, and they always ask me for a, a, a guy for like fantasy. And I always look at the, obviously daily fantasy because it's yeah. DraftKings. I think I might go with Taysom Hill. I don't think they're going to be able to run it well against the Bucks, and he's not priced that high. I think he's going to have to scramble and run and throw anyway, that's what I'm going with. Terrible or what?
1: Well, let me tell you something, Ross. Our guy Jake Trivy at fantasypoints.com who does our DFS early look had Taysom Hill as his number one value on the uh, uh on the uh, on the day. Now, that is not- I am
0: the greatest fantasy mind <laughs> alive.
1: You are you are Ross. Now, um here's the thing, he's not on the main slate. So you need to play a slate that has that Sunday night game. But Ross, you are right on about Taysom Hill. Now, here's the deal. Um, he, he he has a huge floor. Um, it's a neutral matchup with the Buccaneers, but New Orleans are eleven point underdogs. Hill might be forced to throw more than they like, but if he drops back a bunch more, he's also going to scramble. Um, they have nothing else for fantasy at the receiver position. So, will Jordan Humphrey got hurt, you know. Um, he's going to run a lot and he's going to check it down to Kamara. And I think Mark Ingram will probably be back this week, which throws a wrench into things, but it's Taysom Hill and it's Alvin Kamara right now. Those are the only two guys I feel halfway decent about, but I feel really good about those guys. Mark Ingram's maybe a viable flex if you really need him as well, but a tough matchup for the run game. But I think uh, Taysom Hill might be checking it down to Alvin Kamara quite a bit in this game.
0: Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. That and running, because I don't think they'll be able to run that much. What did you think? What else for the Saints? What did you think of Kamara? I don't think he looked like he was all the way back, but good enough.
1: Well, certainly good enough. They gave him 27 carries. That's a career high. <laughs> so um, he comes in and he handles now. I don't know if he would have done that if Mark Ingram was active. But Alvin Kamara, I mean, what a huge time for him to return and propel people into the fantasy playoffs with a massive game. I mean, you obviously have to start him. By the way, if you're, if you're dying for a tight end, Nick Vanette led the Saints in targets uh, with six.
0: Interesting. All right, let's talk Bucks.
1: Uh, same team every week, man. I mean, Leonard Fournette's amazing. Tom Brady is ageless. How about Brady busting off the long runs <laughs> in that game against Buffalo? Are you kidding me? Um, Fournette, Fournette's great uh, for fantasy. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronk are just too good on a weekly basis to sit them. And now they now they're getting plays out of Brashad Perriman. I mean, are you kidding me? Um, this team's just this team's just a machine right now, and I don't think anybody's. Uh, in danger of slowing down this offense it's just a fantastic uh football team and great for fantasy they're easy for me to break down they're the same team every week
0: very easy for you to break down very what should people do with Antonio Brown
1: I mean the Bucks might cut him I mean like uh, Bruce Arians has has basically not committed to uh has not committed to bringing Antonio Brown back. I would think Brady is probably fighting for that. If you have him on your bench now and you haven't had a need a need to drop him, I'd probably just hold him. But it's possible the Bucks cut him because he pissed off Bruce Arians.
0: They're not going to cut him.
1: I think Brady probably they're, they're going to cool keep there.
0: him for the playoffs in case they get an injury to Godwin yeah. or Evan. They're not cutting him. They might keep him inactive, but they're they're keeping him in the back pocket. Trust me. Um, picks wise, I don't care what anybody says. If they were going to cut them; they already would have. Yeah. Picks wise is the number point. one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long, loaded with best bets, props, and parlays. You can find in-depth game predictions, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Joe, let's talk Monday night football. All right, it's we got- the Vikings at the Bears.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, well, the Vikings uh, continue their trend of playing the most entertaining games in the NFL. It doesn't matter if this team's up 30 to nothing. Their opponent's going to come back and make it an exciting game. If you are – disassociate fandom from it. The Vikings are the most entertaining team in football. Now, um, this is obviously a Monday night game, and unfortunately the Vikings have an injury guy. They've got uh, Adam Phelan um, uh, who is dealing with an ankle sprain, so we don't know if he's going to be available – uh, in this game but now it's obviously a very long break for them they're going from Thursday to Monday I mean that's a huge time off so we'll see uh, about Thielen's availability in this game but KJ Osborne did a wonderful job filling in for him if Thielen can't go KJ Osborne is a really good wide receiver three uh Ross here I I, I said on the last podcast I took a huge L on James Conner let me take one on Dalvin Cook, too, because I was nervous as all get out that he was not going to have a full workload. Uh, all he did was run for 205 yards and two touchdowns. Against I the was Steelers.
0: surprised by that, too, though. So,
1: by the way, and Madison is on the COVID list and is unvaccinated, so Madison cannot play in this game. So Dalvin Cook's going to go. Ross, I was surprised by it, but I also did not realize that before the game, the Steelers agreed with Mike Zimmer, we're not even going to try to tackle Dalvin Cook. I mean, how, some of those holes that he had to run through in that game. I mean, Ross, you you're an offensive lineman. You had to get a little excited about that. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> I was actually more disturbed by the Steelers' run defense, to be honest with you. Oh boy, uh, yeah,
1: it was bad. But I, look, Dalvin Cook, no Alexander Madison. As long as as long as he's got, maybe he'll wear that harness again, that magical harness. I think he's got an opportunity to come out here and make some plays uh, for them uh, in this game. Uh, obviously, he is on the uh, wide receiver one radar. Um, Tyler Conklin, by the way, um, he, obviously, Adam Thielen questionable to play. <laughs> Conklin saw season-low targets with Thielen out. He had just two targets. Um, And the Bears are not a great matchup, but I still think there's an opportunity for Tyler Conklin to make some plays in this game, and certainly you know about Justin Jefferson.
0: Of course, Bears. Jakeem Grant, start him?
1: Probably not. (laughs) I mean, he's explosive as as all hell, but um, Justin Fields is starting to run more, which is intriguing to me. Um, Nine for 74 in that game. Now, Ross, I have been... The worst guy to take advice on Justin Fields from this year because I've started him twice and I've gotten a combined negative points out of Justin Fields this year. And in the games I haven't started him, he's going out and he's running for 74 yards. I don't think he played particularly well against Green Bay, but he had the 224 yards passing on the two long plays. He had the two touchdown passes. He had 74 yards rushing. That'll get it done for you, even if he throws two interceptions. So he is is a viable option this week for sure against Minnesota. Um, David Montgomery is a bell cow back, uh, so you have to start him. Darnell Mooney was a huge disappointment. Um, Five targets, just one catch. And Allen Robinson, have you ever seen a player more prepared to enter free agency than Allen Robinson? He He is mailing it in, and I don't blame him.
0: I don't blame you, Joe, because you never mail it in. You bring it every week on the Fantasy Feast Eaton podcast, a show that is so nice. We do it twice. Everybody's got their playoffs coming the next three weeks, right?
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, they might start this week. They might yeah. start next, but we're here. Let's just hope the NFL doesn't burn down while while it happens.
0: Oh, man, you you got that right. Check him out, at FG underscore Dolan, the fantasy gangster. Make sure you go to fantasypoints.com. Use the code 21FEAST. You will not regret it. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. If you want to get at me or over at RossTucker.com, you can email me. Check out the other shows for sure. If you want to see Joe's background and Joe's whole thing going on, youtube.com slash nfl. I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 100 Gambler, or in Indiana, 109. 109- with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's.